When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, a podcast where each week I discuss practical, simple, and scientifically backed ways to help you take back control of your mental health, help others, and ultimately live your happiest life. In this episode, I am going to talk about how to manage fear, anxiety, and panic during a pandemic or any acute event, specifically related to the current coronavirus, COVID-19. Another note before we begin, many of you may be familiar with my 21-day brain detox program. Well, I am so excited to tell you about the new and improved version of this program, which is now available in my app, Switch. In this app, I guide you through the five steps that you do over 21 days. In this program, you will identify the root cause of whatever is causing that anxiety or depression or toxic thinking in your life, and how to eliminate the root cause, and how to build a healthy new neural network and thinking habit. This app recently went through clinical trials, and the results have been astounding. And the science behind this program is backed by over 30 years of research. I'm also so excited because I'll be adding more and more specialized programs to this app and more amazing features like support groups and coaching. To download the app and start your brain detoxing journey, visit theswitch.app. You can also find the app in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Just look for Switch on Your Brain. The link and details will also be in the show notes. The world is currently riveted in fear of what is known as COVID-19, a new type of coronavirus that has put a lot of people at risk of getting ill or potentially even dying. I understand that this situation can be very frightening and we should all take the necessary precautions following the WHO and CDC guidelines. However, it is also important to recognize that if you've ever had a cold or flu in your life, it was probably the result of a type of coronavirus infection. And the risk of death for most people is a lot less than many other viruses. We always need to bring balance to the fear because fear can be more dangerous than the virus. Firstly, it's really important to research what is true and what is false so that we do not inevitably spread false information about the pandemic and cause more panic. Even though current statistics suggest that 2% of the population can die from the coronavirus versus 1% from any conventional flu, the health of almost all the deceased from this coronavirus was already compromised before they were infected. This means we have to take extra precautions if we or people we know have pre-existing conditions or are seniors while still keeping a straight head on our shoulders. We cannot afford to give in to our fear and cause more panic. 
toxic, fearful thinking shifts our bodies into toxic stress, which can cause the blood vessels around our heart to constrict. This means that there'll be less blood flow and oxygen to your brain. And 1,400 neurophysiological responses that normally work for your body can work against you potentially making you more vulnerable to viruses. When an individual is in a toxic, unmanaged, fear, panic state of stress, quite a lot of things can happen. I'm just going to mention a few, and then I'm going to give you some solutions. For example, when you're in a state of panic and fear, the neuroendocrine system, which is the brain and the endocrine system, your hormones, responds. And one of the things that will happen is that your DHEA cortisol ratio is reversed. And that means that you're going to have an increase in prolactin and ACTH as well. And this all in turn affects the HPA axis. That is, which is the stress balancing axis. Now that's a lot of words, but what it means is that there are chemicals in our body, hormones in our body that are supposed to be at certain levels. DHEA and cortisol are supposed to be at a certain ratio. ACTH, which is directly related to your HPA axis and prolactin need to be at a certain level. We know from the research that when prolactin increases, when ACTH increases, when the DHEA cortisol ratio reverses, this leads to, or is directly linked to emotional stress. And when that happens, we put our body into an extreme state of vulnerability. Our hearts, our immune system, we literally compromise our body's health. So we can even shut down, potentially shut down our immune system. Now, when there's something like the coronavirus out there, you definitely don't want to shut down your immune system. You want to boost your immune system. So panic and fear and getting yourself worked up is going to change DHEA cortisol ratios, increase ACTH, increase prolactin, affect your HPA axis. You're going to have all these things working against you. You're going to have less oxygen, less blood flow. So you, you don't want that because that is going to put your body into a vulnerable state. So you need to get that under control. I'm going to give you some tips to how to do that. Another thing that happens when we in panic or anxiety or anticipating what we don't understand is that the brain produces a pattern of too much high beta energy activity in the what we call the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, which is pretty much if you put your hand above your eyes, you are kind of touching that part of your brain, but obviously you're touching your skull. But that part of your brain becomes very, very active with a pattern of energy that affects our ability to think with clarity. It's the part of your brain that is very active when you're making judgments and when you have too much high beta there, which will happen if you're in a panic or anxious, that can lead to poor judgment and not really thinking things through and getting into emotional reactions that may cause you to say and do the wrong thing. And that can cause more fear and panic. And then all that DHEA cortisol thing I spoke about will start happening inside your body. Anxiety also shows up in the brain as a lot of high beta over what we call the amygdala region in the brain. And that's the part of your brain that's like a library. It's like a perceptual library. And we use it to process emotional perceptions. So it's a part of your brain that helps us kind of sort out what's going on with our emotional perceptions. It's driven by your mind, obviously. So if your mind is in a state of panic, then that filter of the amygdala isn't going to work like it should. So you're not going to process the emotional reactions correctly. And once again, you're going to then put yourself into that negative state. And then your body responds, goes into low-grade inflammation, your immune system's compromised and so on. So we see this relationship between the brain and the body constantly happening, being driven by our mind. So when you panic and get anxious, it's not, not going to have an effect. It is going to have an effect. 
But when you manage your mind, you can reverse that. When you manage your mind, you can calm down the high beta over the frontal cortex. You can calm down the high beta over the amygdala. You can help to stabilize that DHEA cortisol ratio to what it should be. You can bring down your levels of prolactin and ACTH and calm down the HPA axis and let it do what it's supposed to do. But when we get back in a panic, you get this overactivity across the two areas. And it also causes in the front of the brain and the amygdala. And this causes a disconnect between the front of the brain and the amygdala. And the amygdala is your emotional library, as I've said, where your perceptions are in the front of your brain is for these judgments and insight and so on. Now, when there's a disconnect between the two, we start making really bad decisions. Okay, so that means that when we panic, we affect our decision making ability. Now, I'm telling you just a few things. There's a lot more that can go wrong in our brain and our body, but I'm giving you a few to show you that this is very real. When you panic and have extremely emotional reactions, it's going to affect the energy in your brain, how the structures of your brain respond to your mind. Your mind drives your brain. So if your mind's in panic, it drives your brain into panic mode. When your brain goes into panic mode, your body goes into panic mode, and that's not good for you. And if you stay in these states for long periods of time, it can lead to potential brain damage. I mean, you can literally damage your brain. Thank goodness our brains are neuroplastic. So when we calm ourselves down, we can heal the damage that we have caused from these bad decisions or from the state of panic and anxiety. The fear of the coronavirus can actually be deadlier than the virus itself. So being panicky and fearful causes more damage quicker than the virus. In fact, toxic fear-based thinking can lead to what we call the nocebo effect, which is the opposite of the placebo effect. Fearing something can literally make it come true in your body. So as you fear with your mind, you literally cause damage in your body and increase that vulnerability. If you make effort to stay healthy following the CDC and WHO guidelines, WHO guidelines, and try to avoid the toxic fear of the virus thinking, even if you do get infected with the virus, you will likely only end up with a cold and or slight fever. If it is worse than that, then if most people remain reasonable, the people who need help the most have a greater likelihood of accessing that help. If we all just panic, however, we will cause more chaos and confusion, which can lead to more people getting sick and potentially more deaths. This is logical and it's real. We need to stay calm. We need to keep our minds calm, to keep our brains and bodies calm, to increase our strength of our brain and our body to fight this virus and to come together collectively as humanity now to calmly and collectively make good decisions around containing this virus. It is mind-driven how we manage this process. We are learning a lot about this virus in real time. They are coming up with vaccines. There's already hope on the horizon. So it's always important to check your updates and the CDC. So what can you do right now about the virus? We encourage you to follow all the standard precautions outlined by the World Health Organization and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Practice good hygiene, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, use sanitizers, avoid large crowds if possible. Make sure you stocked up on your medications and necessities like shelf-stable food. Think, what will I need if I'm self-quarantined for around 14 days? Think about that and get that stuff in. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth with unwashed hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick if possible and stay home when you are sick. Put distance between yourself and other people. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, older adults and people who have severe underlying chronic medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID-19 illness. Please consult with your healthcare provider about additional steps you may be able to take to protect yourself. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze or use the inside of your elbow. Throw used tissues in the trash. Immediately wash your hands with soap and water. 
for at least 20 seconds. If soap and water are not really available, clean your hands with a hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. If you're feeling under the weather, think before you rush off to the hospital or doctor. If you have a runny nose and sputum, you probably have a common cold. Coronavirus pneumonia is a dry cough and fever with no runny nose. However, the new coronavirus may not show sign of infection for many days. So how can you know if you're infected? Taiwan experts provide a simple self-check that we can do every morning if you're feeling unwell. Take a deep breath and hold your breath for more than 10 seconds. If you complete it successfully without coughing, without discomfort, stiffness or tightness, etc., there's likely no fibrosis in the lungs, indicating that there probably is no infection. But stay aware and monitor your health daily. If you feel unwell, you should wear a face mask when you are around other people, for example, sharing a room or a vehicle, and before you enter a healthcare provider's office. If you're not able to wear a face mask, for example, because it causes trouble breathing, then you should do your best to cover your coughs and sneezes, and people who are caring for you should wear a face mask if they enter your room. You do not need to wear a face mask unless you are caring for someone who is sick, and they are not able to wear a face mask. Face masks might be in short supply, and they should be saved for caregivers. Clean and disinfect frequently touched surfaces daily. This includes tables, doorknobs, light switches, countertops, handles, desks, phones. The coronavirus can stay alive for quite long on glass. Keyboards, toilets, faucets and sinks. Keep all those clean and disinfected daily. I can't emphasize this enough. Drink plenty of water. I personally love drinking teas like green tea and herbal tea when I'm feeling under the weather or hot water with lemon and ginger. Experts believe that this virus is not heat resistant and can be killed by a high temperature of just 26-27 degrees, so stay warm. Not everyone has a sauna, but I do and I travel extensively. I'm still traveling around the world and doing conferences, so I sauna as much as possible to build my immune system and if I've had any kind of exposure, then I know that the heat will kill that virus. If it drops on the surface, this coronavirus, it can live for at least 12 hours and up to three days. So if you encounter any metal surface, wash your hands as soon as you can with a bacterial soap or wear gloves. Use wipes when touching public surfaces. You can also disinfect public surfaces with a small spray bottle you have on hand. Just, I keep on in my purse and I just spray it everywhere. On fabric, it can survive for six to 12 hours. Normal laundry detergent will kill it. Eat healthy and avoid processed junk foods to keep your body strong. This is real. If junk food weakens your immune system as well. Foods that can boost your immune system are things like vitamin C foods, citrus fruits, red bell peppers, broccoli, kale, strawberries, kiwi, guava, garlic. It does this by stimulating cells in your immune system including your natural killer cells and other white blood cells. Natural killer cells are a type of white blood cell in your body known as lymphocytes that are responsible for your body's initial immune response of killing off a virus or pathogen. The body is more susceptible to illness and disease when immune function is low, which I've already spoken about. And one of the quickest ways to get your immune function low is to be negative, toxic, panicky, worrying, freaking out, etc. So calm that down and apply all these things that I'm telling you. Probiotics and probiotic-rich food like yogurt, kefir, miso, bone broth will also help boost your immune system. Herbs like ginger, echinacea, ginseng, myrrh, oregano, astralagus, 
Turmeric also boosts your immune system. Foods rich in vitamin D, like wild-caught salmon and mushrooms. Raw honey. Honey has high levels of antioxidants, and this is very important because free radicals contribute to illness, disease, and aging in the body. And the antioxidants in raw honey help fight the free radicals that harm the immune system. Honey has also been reported to have high levels of antibacterial properties, which was shown to be an alternative therapy for urinary tract infections in pregnant women. So carry some honey with you and use that as well. Elderberries contain antiviral properties as well. So there's a ton of great food substances that we can use alongside following the CDC and WHO advice. And as I'm saying, watch your mind. Okay, so most importantly, please practice good mind management. Here's a couple of tips. Take precautions like those mentioned above while avoiding the toxic fear of what the virus may do. I already explained at the beginning of this podcast what toxic fear can do to your immune system, your heart, your cardiovascular system, creating low-grade inflammation across your body and increasing your vulnerability to disease. As I already mentioned, fear can literally be more dangerous than the virus itself. Chances are, even if you do or did get infected by the virus, you will likely only end up with a cold and or slight fever. And this applies to most things we go through. Yet we can get ourselves so caught up in fear and the fear of uncertainty then we fall apart with anxiety, which, as I've explained, will make us more vulnerable. This anxiety causes low-grade inflammation across the brain and body and sets you up for increasing vulnerability to disease. My new app, Switch, is a great tool for helping people deal with the root of fear and also for managing fear and overcoming toxic thought patterns in the midst of fear and acute situations like we're in at the moment. Using processes like reconceptualizing, seeing things differently, just redesigning how you're processing something, facing and dealing with what is causing your distress and unease, verbalizing it and bringing another angle to it before it takes over your lives. This will help tremendously and I teach you how to do that in my Switch app. So in this time of uncertainty, this is something that you can download and start doing every day on your phone to build your immune system. Another thing is recognize that part of the certainty of life are the acute stresses that blindside us, like this coronavirus. In the midst of an acute crisis, we do become hypersensitive in our mind and our brains and our body because our mind, brain and body are integrated. So when I talk about using my Switch app, it's to help you understand how to manage not only the chronic stressors, but these acute stressors. What do you do now? How do I get my mind into the state where I don't get into panic and anxiety and cause all this brain and body damage and vulnerability? So in the midst of an acute crisis, we do become hypersensitive in our minds, brains and body. And what happens in your mind is going to affect the functioning of your brain and your body, as I've been saying. When an acute stressor like the coronavirus is added to the normal daily stuff and the world feels increasingly out of control, this can take a toll on every aspect of your humanity, which I've been describing. And this is why we need to have mind management in place for these acute stressor situations, which is why the Switch app is fantastic now to learn how to manage this current situation. But life's going to be filled with stresses, chronic and acute and traumas. So we constantly need mind management to keep our minds under control and our bodies healthy enough to manage through them. So we need to have mind management in place for these acute and chronic stressor situations. Coming back to this acute stressor of coronavirus, a good overall mind management strategy is to reconceptualize the timeline of an acute stressor, which is that most things in life have ebbs and flows. We're not always going to be in this acute state now. 
they will find ways of managing this. There's already on the horizon hope that there is an antiviral and a vaccine that they are developing. So when multiple challenges land in our laps, like I'm sure at the moment you've got a lot going on in your life, you did not need the coronavirus and being isolated or quarantined or the threat that's hanging over your head, this complete shift in our lifestyles, you didn't need that, but you've got it. This is what we're facing and it's, we're all together in this. The whole of humanity is facing this together. It is uncertain. But there are ebbs and flows in the timeline of this. Remind yourself that this is not what the situation is going to be like forever. So when we have multiple challenges in our lap, rather than fighting them, which has a boomerang effect of coming right back at you with more energy and power to literally penetrate and dominate your mind, rather learn to accept and tolerate and even think of ways to learn from these situations. So the panic and the fear you feel now, don't suppress it. Express it, talk about it, be specific, itemize it, label it, the frustrations, get it out there and then learn what can you do, how can you manage the situation, what active steps can you take to manage whatever's going on in your life. It's happening, so now accept it, move forward. This way of thinking that I've just described will create a positive feedback loop between the brain and the mind and elevate your coping strategies, improve your immune system health, get the energy flowing through your brain that you can reconnect those areas of the frontal lobe and the amygdala where decision-making can be affected, reduce inflammation in the brain, etc., so that you can think more clearly. Something that we need in a crisis. You'll increase gamma activity, which is a great activity. It's an energy that flows from the front to the back of the brain. And when you are in gamma, you are going to have higher levels of integrative ability. High level learning can take place. You get creative insight. This will then also allow an increase in another brain wave called the theta wave, which will increase at the front of the brain when you start making the decision to calm down, not to panic, to reconceptualize, to say, this is the situation, but this is how I'm going to function now. I'm in this. It's frustrating. I hate it. It sucks. But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to stay calm. When you do that, you increase gamma, which will then give you more insight into how to manage the situation. So it's constantly working in this positive feedback loop. When gamma starts flowing like that, theta increases in the front part of the brain. And then higher levels of cognition become engaged. You just, you increase your intelligence. And in a crisis, we need high level intelligence, good, clear thinking integrated thinking, good decision-making, good judgments. If we say to ourselves things like, this is going to pass, it has a timeline, they're already finding ways of solving this problem, I can do this, this, and this. As soon as we move into that constructive mode, we do all this good stuff in our brain and our body, and then that makes us feel stronger, and we now think more clearly, and we increase our intelligence, and then that makes our body healthier, and we set up a great feedback loop. So if just gamma and theta flow in this way, you're going to have this incredible high burst of mind management happening and high level thinking happening. But there's even more that happens. And you're going to, and I haven't got time to go into all of that. It just is a cascade of positivity in your brain and your body feeding back into your mind as you use your mind to control this. You will end up thinking with more wisdom. So you don't want to stamp out your inner feelings. You want to embrace what you're feeling now, process and then reconceptualize. This is true mind management. As I said, my Switch app will help you tremendously. There'll be links to the Switch app in the show notes. Coronavirus is here and you are on hyper alert. Chemicals are flashing through your body and the energy waves in your brain are going ballistic. And maybe you're one of the ones that has rushed out to the store to get all the toilet paper. When we react to something in our environment like the coronavirus, neuroscientific research shows that we get this 90-second chemical process that happens in the body. After that, any remaining emotional response is you 
choosing to stay in that emotional loop, that toxic emotional loop with your thinking, feeling and choosing, which is your mind. You see, neuroscience has shown us that when we react to something, we get this flush of chemicals, all the DHEA and ACTH and all the ones I described in the beginning that flood our brain and our body, throw our immune system into the state, but they flush out after 90 seconds. So if you start managing your mind immediately, you flush those out, you keep them out and you start calming down and you can reduce inflammation in your brain and your body and do all this good stuff, which gets gamma and theta and all this good thinking going. So I just wanted to tell you that, that those chemicals will flush out after 90 seconds if you calm down. If you tune in and embrace and you can watch the process happening, you can feel it happening and you can watch it go away. After that, if you still feel fear, anger, panic, etc, etc, you need to look for the thoughts that you are thinking that are re-stimulating the circuitry to redo this whole physiological reaction again. Mind management is controlling this. So you could practice this. After this podcast, go and read something about the coronavirus. Be very aware of your reaction chemically, physically, mentally and emotionally. So look for your physical warning signals in your body, your heart palpitating, you can feel blood pumping in your heart, you feel maybe your rush through your body, adrenaline pumping, tightening of your muscles. Look for those reactions and also make a note of your mental reactions. What are the emotions you're feeling? And put a little time on and time yourself and watch this. And then after 90 seconds, stop and say, okay, how can I now embrace this process and reconceptualize these feelings and make it work for me? Build up the immunity. Remember the panic unmanaged. Mind management helps you to change panic unmanaged. If panic is unmanaged, it is more dangerous than the virus. So do this little exercise and after 90 seconds, start practicing what I'm saying and bring your mind into control and you will change that reaction in your body. As I said, my Switch app will help you do this. Final words, you can also manage your stress, toxic stress, through other practices like meditation, prayer, yoga, Breathing techniques. I love the in for breathing, in for three, holding for three, breathing out for three. I also love box breathing, which is breathe in for four counts, hold for four counts, breathe out for four counts, hold for four counts, and then repeat. Take walks in nature. Read a good fiction book. Try to maintain your usual routine. Do fun stuff that makes you happy, such as watching your favorite silly show. Talk to a therapist. You can't get to a therapist. Look at better help. Online help. It's fantastic. Talk to your friends and family over text, over the phone, in person. Practice gratitude. Limit exposure to news media and control it like the way I just described in the previous point. Make sure that you're getting news from reliable sources and think about the facts. Remember, panic, anxiety, worry and not getting mind management are more dangerous than the virus itself. You can do this. We can do this together. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. 
thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.